What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Tween and Ings Baseball Podcast. I'm one of your hosts for today's episode, Nick Rosado. Um, you can find me on my multiple Twitter accounts at Respect All Rise, except the S and Respect is a two, and at Rosado underscore Nick. Um, you can also find me on my Instagram at Nick Rosado5, and I'm joined by my co-host. What's up, guys? It's Noah. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at GoYanks9898 and on Instagram at Kindler.Noah. So, huge apologies. It's been a minute. It's been a real minute. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, it's like it's school. Yeah, school over the summer. I'm not going to lie. There's probably was, it really wasn't an excuse. It's just, just never got around to it. And that's kind of unacceptable. But we promise to make a better effort to record more, especially as the playoffs get underway yeah, in exactly. a week. It's crazy. Um, it's a week. Yeah, we're almost there. So, um, one, you know, some teams have eight games, some teams have seven games left in the regular season. Um, and yeah, we're gonna go division by division. We'll start with the AL East. So the AL East is already locked up. Yeah, it was pretty easy. Um, best team in the AL East all year is gonna win the AL East. Um, Yanks got a little, we got a little scary there in August for the Yanks. Uh, they've been the best team all year from May on. They had the division kind of locked up, except for a little bit in August, right? They, um, they they made it close there, and I think got within three and a half games, but yeah. never lower than that. Um, and it's back to not a double digit lead, but it's a sizable lead it's now. Nine and a half. Yeah. So um, they clinched the division with their ninety fifth win, I think it was. Um, right. yeah, with their ninety fifth win because yes, the 96, yes. they just have a ninety sixth win. Yes. Um, they beat Toronto on Tuesday night. What was it Tuesday night? It yes, was it was Tuesday night because today's Friday. Um, <laughs> to clinch, they clinched the playoffs spot a couple days prior to that against Boston at home. And, um, yeah, they also clinched a first-round bye. As you guys know, the new playoff format, three division champions, but one of them has to play in the Walker Series still because with six teams in each league making it, only two of them can get the bye. So the Yankees are technically not out of the first seed, but an Astros, any, the next Astros winner, Yankees lost, clinches the number one seed for Houston. So the Yankees will be the two seed, don't have to play in the Walker Series, the first-round bye into the ALDS, and they'll be hosting the three or six seed, which we'll discuss in a, in a bit, but um, on to the AL Central. Yeah, uh, AL Central. Cleveland locked it up. Um, they've played fantastic bases on the stretch, got 9-1 and one in their last 10. Going into this year, no one thought the Guardians were winning the Central. A lot of people thought the White Sox. I thought the Twins. Some people even thought Detroit could be decent this year with their young talent, signing Javi, their young pitching staff, but Cleveland shot out. They have the youngest roster in baseball. They have an elite one-two pitching combo. Uh, in Bieber and McKenzie, and their one through six in their lineup is arguably one of the best one through six in baseball. I think this Cleveland team is incredibly underrated, and realistically, as a Yankee fan, they're the team I'm most scared to potentially. Are they the team? They're the team besides the Astros I'm most scared of in the American League. I'm not scared of a team. I think I've made it well known. You know, my fandom. I just am very a very um, aware person, and I. I would acknowledge how good a team is. Yes. And I wouldn't say I'm that's the team I'm most like the team that I'm like, all right, they have a better chance, the best chance of beating us. But I mean, all the four Walker teams, I don't think the Angels will lose in the division series, but those four teams, I could see a way that we lose that series. But I agree. Um, yeah, Cleveland, Cleveland down the stretch was amazing. They didn't Minnesota was leading that division for a while, but Cleveland's the only team in the baseball you mentioned that yep. I mean, they mentioned that. So oh, that's what a class A. I yeah. forgot to say that. I um, mean yeah, congrats, Thumb. First division title since 2018. Correct. Yeah, 2019, it was um, 
Yes, yes. Who was 2019? Uh, I don't remember. Twins. 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 We, we Twins. Them. We yes, 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 yes. Um, so. Also, just real quick on Cleveland, their one through six is Quan Rosario, Jose Ramirez, Josh Naylor, Oscar Gonzalez, and Andres Jimenez. That is a scary top six. Yeah, they don't really have a 7-8-9, but that top six is really, really good. A lot of guys don't understand how good of a year Jimenez is having. Jose Ramirez is going to finish top six, top seven in MVP voting in the AL. Uh, Quan is expected the least in baseball, and Jock never hits bombs. I mean, that's a scary top six. And, like, in posting the baseball, your, your full nine's not going all at once. Correct. Like, Correct. You're, you're on the backs of, like, two or three guys, pretty much. Correct. Who are producing, so... Um, obviously, you hope all nine guys are on clicking, but that's just not what ha- has happened. So, on to the AL West, the Houston Astros, once again, the sixth straight year. Oh, no, yeah. I don't know. I like the sixth, the fifth time in six years they lost in 2020. Correct. Another Correct. division to, to, to Oakland. Oakland. Yeah. <laughs> the Astros, uh, defending American League champions, the last, in the last, you know, this is the sixth year of their, I guess you can say American League dynasty, if you want to call it. I mean, whatever. But add the previous five years of this run, three World Series appearances. Um, now into the sixth year, like I said, their fifth division title in, in the six-year six run. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, they're good. And they're over 100 wins already. Um, one or two. Like we said before, one win or a Yankees also away from clinching the number one seed. So they get the four or five. They'll get the four or five seed depending on who wins that Walker series. They'll get them in the ALDS, and obviously they have home field through the American League postseason. Correct. And in the World Series, unless the Dodgers make it. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. That team is scary. Yeah. Houston's, Houston's been scary all year. Houston's going to be scary. Juggernaut. Pitching staff's been amazing. Yeah. Uh, back of their bullpen is also just terrifying to face. Uh, the, the lineup is like so good, but I can see a path to where you shut them down. You're just going to have to hit their pitching if you're going to beat them. That's pretty much it. I mean, I understand like they still find a way to get it done, but if I'm looking at the lineup, Altuve, Alvarez, Bregman, and um, what's his name? Tucker. Tucker. That's pretty much it. Who's scaring me? I mean, Mancini can do some damage. Gurriel can do damage. But Gurriel hasn't really had a great year. Uh, Mancini can do a little bit of damage, but I, I'm not going to say because I know that, you know, it takes exposed, so I'm not going to say. But yeah, um, they, they, I think they're a team you can stop. Hitting-wise, like, it's possible to shut them down. There are their pitching staff. Yeah, the pitching staff are going to have a little trouble. So, Astros, ALS champs now into the National League Division champs. Um, and at least is undecided. I know it's undecided. We're, uh, uh, let's talk about the end, at least just for just for a sec. Um, predictions will be at the end, though. Yeah. Um, right now, Mets have a one game in Atlanta going to a massive series starting tonight. We'll talk about predictions at the end of this video, but it's obviously the most intriguing race to watch. Um, I myself am gonna be watching this series this weekend. I'm really interested to see how it plays out. Yeah, I mean, they've already clinched a playoff, they've already had like I think for over a week now, they've both clinched, like Noah said. One game lead for the Mets. They have 98 wins, 58 losses, Atlanta 97 and 59. So they played each other pretty close to the best two. I mean, I think New York has a tiebreaker right now. And I think one win gets them a tiebreaker. Yeah, Atlanta sweeps this weekend. New York has a tiebreaker. Yeah. So Atlanta, Atlanta, New York's in a good spot. They as long as they don't get swept, they're in a pretty good spot. Um Atlanta, New York sweeping gives them the division with the next oh no, gives them the division. division. Uh taking two out of three means that their next win following this series or Atlanta lost following the series gets in the division. Correct. One of three has them tied, but with a tiebreaker. Yeah, one of three has them tied with a tiebreaker, so they had just have to play even with Atlanta over the last three games right. to get the division. And, and if then, they get swept 
Atlanta, Atlanta with the division with next win or next loss. Yeah. So, um, so defending champions and the guys who revamped a little bit of a missing spots this postseason with the new owner. So, I mean, he's not really new anymore. He's been there for a couple of years now, but you know what I mean? Um, yep. The race, you know, a lot of people thought it was over, you know, over the summer, but I mean, I'm not shocked that Atlanta came back. I'm not either. Mets still have a great chance to win the division. I mean, like we said, one win pretty much helps them a long way. Odd standpoint, they're around between 65 and 70% in a lot of sites to win the division right now. So it should be interesting to see how it plays out. Um, I mean, regardless, you don't want to fall. You, I mean, you really don't want to lose the division because no. even if you, like, if you lose, like, Chances are you probably will make it out of the, the wildcard series. You're play, playing the Padres. Not a guarantee, but, like, if you do get out, you're playing the Dodgers. And I would I want to say, even if you're going to end up losing to the Dodgers, I would think you want to delay that as long as possible. I agree. Never so, um, and at least it's still up for grabs, which – and also the loser of this automatically gets the four seed. Correct. So, and at least the runner-up is getting the four seed, and they'll have the home se- wildcard series, and they'll be hosting one of the other three teams, which we'll mention later. I know Central's already locked up as well. Um, St. Louis, yeah. 90 wins now, 66 losses. They clinched over Milwaukee a couple of days ago. On Tuesday night, actually, same at the Yankees clinch. Um, I think that team's pretty good. I think that Cardinals team is a little bit underrated. Um, no one talks about the Centrals because the divisions just historically and even this year aren't nearly as good at the East and the West. But St. Louis had the guys that can carry you through a postseason run, especially, I mean, you, Goldie, and Arenado back-to-back. That alone came into a game or two. Uh, Pitching staff has been solid all year. They have Helsley in the back end of that pen, Jordan Hicks, just a solid team overall. Um, I like St. Louis, have liked them all year, and we're not doing predictions yet, so that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> um, then to the West, the Dodgers, of course, 108 wins, 48 losses. They've set a franchise record for wins in a season. Um, absolute juggernaut. We've known this. This team is terrible. They are, they, I mean, historically good. Um, That's kind of all there is to say. They're just a star based. Yeah. Really good. They, not, they, they could finish with easily. They wanted to finish with the on September 12th. Like, this is not a shock at all. No, no, no. Um, when it, the second place team is 22 games back. Um, yeah, that's wild. Yeah. 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 So there's not really much to say about the Dodgers. On to the Lockhearts. In the American League, the Toronto Booties have clinched a Lockhart spot. The seed is not determined yet. Um, Correct. But they've clinched one of the Lockhart spots. Um, and then you have Seattle and Tampa Bay, the two and three right now. They, they, have, they, they both match number one for yeah. them. So it's, it's basically locked up. The yeah. three of them are going to be the teams unless somehow they lose every game on both moments every game. Apparently. But the Yankees are playing the Baltimore Orioles now. So, so Yankees, oh, Yankees win tonight clinches it for Seattle and Tampa Bay or each other teams next one. Exactly. Um, those are probably where it's going to end up. That's what There's not really much to say about that. That's been the way it's, it's been that way for a couple weeks now. Yeah. And that was interesting. You have Atlanta locked up a spot, and then you San, have San I think Diego. San Diego's locked. San Diego's not messaging this. Uh, who knows? They're it's possible, but like they're they're probably so. San Diego's in the two spot right now. They're two games up on Philly of the three, and Philly's one game up on Milwaukee, who's a game out. I have Milwaukee. Oh, we're not doing predictions. Well, yeah. you know what? I'm saying it right now anyway. I have Milwaukee making it over Philly. Um, <laughs> um, so that's that's really that's really it. Technically, San Fran hasn't been eliminated yet. I think they're. Elimination number is one. I'm not 100% sure. There's six out. It's not happening. Um, it's pretty much up to those four teams. Three, three, two of these three are going to make it within the Padres, um, Phillies, and Brewers. Yeah, Pat, I mean, Padres got a little bit scary there, you know. 
in like early September, late August, early September, but they've kind of got a little bit of footing now. I mean, it, it really looks like it's going to come down to Philadelphia and Milwaukee for that yes, final spot. I agree. I think San Diego's match number three. They have a two game lead on the third Lockhart spot. I think they're going to be the fifth seed too. Philadelphia and Milwaukee are both basically trying to give it away to each other, like at this point. But I mean, I don't know who gets it between Philly and Milwaukee. I personally want to see Philly make it because I don't want to see Milwaukee. I have Milwaukee. What? I have Milwaukee's. I I have Milwaukee getting in, and that pitching staff. Who knows what happened? I really hope St. Louis beats them. Is that would that be the matchup? Yeah, St. Louis and Milwaukee, and and at least runner up in San Diego. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. So yes. well, not 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 necessarily unless San like, Diego falls. Yeah, but, but yes. most likely. Yes. So those are the three teams in the AL, the four teams in the NL who are in the running. Again, like we said, that first wild card is gonna be the NL's runner up, so the Mets or the Braves. And now on to a little discussion about some history that was made. Yeah. Fantastic stuff. Um start with Albert Pujols. Obviously hitting 700 in dramatic fashion, hitting two in the same game against the Dodgers in Dodger Stadium. Um, I mean, there's not much you can say. Pools is one of the greatest hitters of all time. We've known this. Um, he went through a really – last three or four years have been really, really tough for him. He, at least to my knowledge, was kind of forgotten about. It. Not in the sense that Cardinals fans had ever forgotten him or his accomplishments will ever go unnoticed. But there was a four-year period where no one really said out Pools' name. This year he went back to the Cardinals. He said he was going to retire. And everyone thought that, I mean, it would just be a nice little farewell tour. But no, he's, I mean, he turned it on. What is he this year? 23 home runs this year? Yeah, around there. Yeah, somewhere in that number. He's been fantastic. He's against lefties. He's probably the third best hitter on that team. 21 home runs. Yeah, he's probably the third best hitter on that team against lefties. OPS, well above 800 against lefties, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was close to 900. He's been really good. And what he did is honestly just remarkable and fantastic to see. Yeah, to have both 699 and 700 in the same game is absolutely insane. Um, I'm really happy he got to the number. I was not gonna, I was kind of a little worried about him, and I was really worried about another guy who we're gonna talk about in a minute. But um, Pools is the fourth guy all time to hit 700 mark. Um, you know, it's kind of insane to know that there's only been four guys. I mean, I understand how. I mean, all those guys have had 20 plus years in the league. Um, there's Barry Bonds, Babe Ruth. Pools and Hank Aaron, right? Yep. yep. So, um, I mean, kind of just it, remarkable. I mean, like 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 most said, he he's not even starting every day. That's the crazy thing. Um, um. So, I mean, he has been down the stretch, but yeah, yeah. He, he was not all year. Yeah. Uh, but congratulations to him. He's probably the greatest American convention player of all time. I would I agree. Hundred percent agree about thinking of anyone else, but um. Yeah, it was Babe Ruth, Hank Aaron, Barry Bonds. He's the first Latino major leaguer on that list. So, um, yeah, I mean, he hasn't he hasn't hit one since though. No. Okay, so maybe he stays on seven hundred. Probably not though. He probably had at least one more before he. Oh, which in, in a week. He probably play a lot. They have the division locked up. Yeah, how about you want to? In playoff time, he probably won't play as much if they want to get their. He's just starting his lefties. Yeah, he hundred percent starts. Going to come to lefties off this first round. Brewers have Woodruff and Burns. Um, Lauer and Hauser. Lauer's a lefty. Hauser's a righty. I can see him coming into pitch hit late in the game against Rogers. Of course, yeah, hundred percent. Um, but yeah, congrats, Albert Pujols. 
Now it's the other guy who's setting records. Uh, New York Yankees superstar outfielder, the best player in the game right now. Usually. Mr. Aaron Judge. Um, yeah, he one right now. is tied for the most home runs ever uh, by a player in Amer- in a single season by a player in American League history with Roger Maris. Both have 61 home runs. Judge sets the record of 60. His ties record of 61. 61 years after Maris set the record yep. in, in 1961. Just, so just crazy. Um, coincidence there. Judge did it Wednesday night, the day after the Yankees clinched the division in another win against the Blue Jays. Um, in Vladdy's house. In Vladdy's house. <laughs> um, so um, he's one homer away from being the all-time single-season American League home run record. And leader. the all-time single-season non-steroid user home run leader. Yes. Um, so, I mean, the season he's having is absolutely remarkable. We'll talk about all the overall stats, but to hit – 60 home runs, even if he didn't get 61. 60 home runs is kind of crazy. And to do it while hitting 315, while having what war over four over 11, like first time since Bonds that in 04. Like just un I mean and he's he's competing for the triple crown. Yeah, this I mean there's there's another kind of on Elmy.com a couple days ago explaining why this may be the greatest offensive season in baseball history. And I think while that's while that is slightly a stretch. It puts into perspective how rare and uncommon what we're seeing is, and how we may never see this again. Like he's, like it's not like fifty is crazy. Fifty is crazy. Fifty is crazy. He's gone fifty twice, and like I can see him getting fifty in next year. I don't expect him to. Which, which I'm gonna say this right now. Like he's hit sixty-one home runs this year. He's probably hit like one or two more this year. Next year's expectations. When he doesn't hit sixty home runs, no one should be disappointed because, like, like the same case you could say with. A um, Garrett Cole in 2019, or a um, Vlad Guerrero Jr. last year. Like those are years that are like out. Yeah, or so that one Bautista year. Like, those those are not years you should expect to be replicated, right? You appreciate them, but you don't. Next year, if Judge isn't hitting 60 home runs, you'll probably get to 40. Yeah, my I have my over my over under next year in the in the mid to low 40s, like 43 and a half, 42 and a half, somewhere in that range. Yeah, and that's an amazing season. Exactly. But like that puts in perspective the season he's having right now, which is I guess we've said the word insane so many times in this episode, but it's it's insane. I mean unanimous everything. Yeah. And that brings us into that conversation. Um there's not really a debate. There's no debate. And I, I do I He's not, not underselling Otani. He's yeah. fantastic. What he does, and no, no one is doing, and no one will do again for a very long time. But Aaron Judge is the United States MVP, and I think anyone who really understands the end baseball agrees with that. Yeah, I mean, he should have. This should be his second MVP, first of all. Well, yes, well, yes, I agree. I'm not going to get into that. I don't need to talk about how what, a batting average made up five six guy in the MVP. But yeah. right. I think that there's no way they can remove this one, right? No, you they you could say they that can't. Otani's. Setting records, well, Judge just set one, and I know Tony's a walking record, but like, if Judge does not win MVP this year, no one should win the MVP award until Tony returns. Exactly, that's like, the one I and that, that that can't be the case. Exactly, that literally, you're setting an awful precedent. Yes, if Judge does not win MVP this year, and I'm not even saying that because I don't want Tony to win, not win MVP every year, which I don't. But I'm not saying it to hate. I'm just saying because Judge should realistically win the MVP this year, sixty home runs. And still competing for a triple crown. He's behind on average right now. Lisa Rise. Yeah. So even if he doesn't get the triple crown, he doesn't need that to win MVP. He's, this is a guy who is in the biggest market in the world, playing for the most successful franchise in North American sports history, professional sports history. He came into this year looking to get a contract extension, didn't come to agreement with the Yankees, and he bet on himself. He's made himself 
$100 million more. Like literally probably $100 million more. He was the spark plug at the beginning of the year. Obviously, he's the lead on the scene. He's, if he resigns with the Yankees this offseason, which is a conversation for another day, you know, in a couple yeah. in a month, he's going to be named captain, right? He led this team at the beginning of the year, was the main offense. In August, when the Yankees were struggling, he was trying, he's his, player yes, he was trying his hardest to will them to wins. It wouldn't happen. And now he came back. I mean, well, not he came back, but in, when the clock turned in September, he, can, he just continued. Oh, it's been all year long. He's been automatic. Um, not, and again, that's not to understand Otani. Otani's pitching great. He might get to 200 strikeouts. He has been pitching. He's going to be in the sign conversation. I don't think yes. he'll win it, but he'll be in the sign conversation. Agreed. His offensive numbers are great, but at the same, and his year's probably better than he had last year, but he's not been better than Aaron Judge's season. I'm sorry. He's straight up not been. Um, Jared Judge is the best player in baseball right now. And it's not close. It's not, I mean, but it's not. I don't want to say it's not close because it's kind of like it's not. He's the best player in baseball right now. Otani is second. He, he's the second best player in baseball, and he's gonna come second in the voting. And listen, he'll have other MVPs to win, right? I'm sure he'll win it this next year. And I, you know what? Next year I won't care because I just want Judge to get his one, if I'm being honest, as a bias. I've been wanting him since he got robbed in 2017 to get his one because he deserves it. And I think that's his path to getting into the whole thing. But um, that, that, more for that on my my blog. Um, I just think that if judges not get this MVP award, I the awards. I mean, I don't really care for the awards anymore. After that. I very much agree. It's very well said. Um, on to the more debatable race, the National MVP. I mean, not as I don't, I don't even think it's debatable. I have Paul Goldschmidt winning. He's having a fantastic year. It's it's really three guys. It's really three or four guys. Yeah. Two of them on the same team. Goldman, Arenado, and Arenado. Manny Machado's in that conversation. Freddie Freeman's in that conversation. But it's really down to the two guys in the Cardinals. Yeah, for me, it's Goldschmidt. It's been Goldschmidt all year. Um, what's he hitting on the year? 328? Uh, I, I, I know I don't care about batting average. Okay, he's hitting 318 on base of 404, slugging 584, which means an OPS. Quick math here, 984, nine, I think. Somewhere in that range. Um, hit, he's hitting. Let's see. Let's see. He's he's hitting three eighteen. Yeah. He has an on base of four oh four. Yeah. He um, slugging five eighty four. He has a WRC plus of one seventy nine. His seven point one WAR. Jesus Christ! I really push judge here. Like, well, yeah, it's crazy. Thirty five home runs, hundred fifteen RBIs. Don't care about RBIs, but yeah, I mean, he's also a global upper first baseman. Um, which is something not a lot of design. Goldsman's had the best year in the NL. Uh, the NL MVPs they get overlooked this year because of how crazy the AL MVP races, but I have Goldsman. I've had Goldsman all year. It's been fantastic from day one. Yeah, I agree. I think Goldsman's the pick here. Um, I personally would be mad as a fan of Manny Machado if he wanted, but I mean, that would kind of just be a highway robbery. Yeah, literally. Um, it's been kind of boring in the MVP race. I mean, whatever. But that's per- that's just personal preference, but um, so that's the annual MVP race. Um, on to our final segment. Um, we're going to discuss predictions for who gets the final playoff spots with this exact seeding. Not and not. We're not going to talk about our playoff predictions for what happens in the playoffs. That'll be an episode of when the regular season ends before playoffs start. Right now, we're just going to talk about who gets what seed and who wins the divisions. Right. Um, I'll start. Uh, AL is pretty easy. You know three teams already. Houston is the one seed. The Yankees are the two seed. Cleveland is the three seed. Those are locked. Four seeds. My four seed is Toronto. My five seed is Tampa Bay. My six seed is Seattle. 
Um, Tampa Bay Seattle flip flopped. Seattle's a half game up right now. I think Tampa's a little better over the next week. Uh, nothing crazy though. Tampa plays uh, Houston and Boston. Seattle plays Oakland and Detroit. You know what? I didn't know who they played, honestly. Seattle plays Oakland and Detroit. Tampa plays Houston. I have Seattle getting the five seed and Tampa getting the six seed. I'm going to flip them, flip myself. I didn't, I didn't like who they played. Um, I'm going to. Yeah, you said Seattle five. And I said Seattle five, Tampa six. Yeah, that's that's what I had. So, obviously, like I said, one Houston is locked. Two Yankees, not not it's locked. It's locked. Two Yankees is locked. Three Cleveland is locked. Toronto's locked at four, probably. Yeah. Or in my opinion, they will be locked into four. Five will be Seattle. Six will be Tampa Bay. I, I can't tell if this bodes well for the Yankees or not. That's a discussion for the core for Yankees podcast. But um, yeah, I think yeah, that's pretty easy. Yeah, and that was more difficult. Um. Obviously, Dodgers are the one seed. Okay, let me tell you how the how the next week of the regular season is going to go on the analyst. And I think the Braves take two or three from the Mets this weekend. I think the Braves and the Mets go into the last three games tied atop the East with the Mets having the tiebreaker. I think both teams win the first two games. So going into the going to the final day of the regular season, the NL East is tied with the Mets having the tiebreaker. And on the last day of the regular season, Atlanta wins and the Mets lose. I have Atlanta taking the East by a game. It's going to be crushing, but that's what I have happening. Uh, Atlanta finishes the year against Miami. The Mets finish the year against Washington. Both not great teams. I see the way I see a Mets losing a game and I see Atlanta sweeping. Um, so I have Atlanta as my two seed. St. Louis is my three seed. The Mets is my four seed. Padres at five. And I have Milwaukee squeaking past Philly for that six seed. That's those. That's my six. So obviously, Dodgers are the one seed. Personally, I see this playing out. I agree with the um, Braves taking two of three from the Mets. So they're tied going into the final series of the year with the um, with 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 the tiebreaker going to the Mets. I, however, have the Mets taking two out of three from Miami, and I have the Braves losing two of three to. Washington. Braves for Miami. Braves for Miami. Braves for Miami? Braves for Miami. Well, regardless, I have... You sure? Yeah. Okay. Well, I have... Well, okay, yeah, even more so now. But, like, I have Atlanta winning one of three and New York winning two of three. So, I think the Mets... Interesting. I think the Mets win the division. Um, At the end of the day, I just think that the... they They really have an advantage here. Having getting to play with only having to win one of three. Oh, it's huge. Um, and I think that I don't think the Mets will get swept this series. There's like no chance to get swept. Like, come on. Um, tonight's gonna be a great matchup, Freed versus the Grom. Um, I mean, I don't know what the pitching matchup are for the rest of that series. I can pull them up real quick. Tomorrow it is Scherzer, Kyle Wright. Kyle Wright is 20 and five on the year. Sorry, I just saw that. I mean, that's that's unbelievable. But, yeah. I know, but that's crazy. Okay, sorry, sorry. And then the last game is Bassett Morton. Yeah, so like I could see the Mets winning. Uh, I can see the Braves winning today somehow because zero zero going to like the eighth, and they're both stars are out. Then the Mets win tomorrow, and then the Braves win the third game. I very much agree. Yeah. So and then I just think the Mets will hold on in the last series of the year, which gives them the two seed. St. Louis at three seed. The four seed will be Atlanta, obviously, since they are the runner-up in the NL East. Five seed San Diego. And I'm going to go Philly, six seed. 
Philly's going to hold on. It's going to come down to the last day of the regular season, but they're going to hold on. Okay, Wendy, before you continue this, I just want to let you know, Philly ends the year at Houston. Bro. Milwaukee ends the year at home against Arizona. Bro, Houston and I will have absolutely nothing to play for after in two days. Yes, I agree, but it's still Houston. Half of Houston is better than a full Arizona. Bro, Arizona's going to be feed. Bro, that's that. What is it called? Um, What's what I'm looking for? Nothing to play for mentality? No, no. They, they're they going to be – um. What's what I'm looking for? Spoiler. They're playing spoiler, bro. Arizona's so, not even half. Like, I know you said half of Houston's better than Arizona, but Arizona's not awful. I know. They play Houston's in the NL West. Of course, it looks like they're awful. Houston's just good. I've got Philly getting it. So, uh, we'll see who comes out on top yeah. <laughs> after the re- end of the regular season. Hopefully me. I mean, that also might be biased. I just don't want to see. Sorry, Milwaukee. I mean, I, no one's really listening to this podcast, to be honest. But yeah, yeah, okay. We're still doing this for reps. But if you're a Milwaukee fan and you're somehow listening to this, I apologize, but your team, I do not want to see you guys make the playoffs. Yeah, uh, I, am your num- I am a hater. I if you're a Mets fan, I'm apologize because you know what? You're losing the wildcard series. Oh, my, oh my God. <laughs> we'll go over that next week. But um, that would be all for today. We're sorry once again for the long, 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 long wait. Long wait between episodes, but we're back and we're gonna be try to be more consistent with it. Yep. Until next time, um, Twin Ains Baseball Podcast. I'm Nick Rosado. I'm Noah Kinley. And uh, peace. Peace.